just to repaint sort of this sort of scene for you at the moment, there's one goblin in the middle of the stream that was basically pushed back into the stream by the hobgoblins on the other side. He is severely damaged and has been pointed back in your guys' direction to fight you. And he looks very uncertain, just waiting about slowly paddling over in the middle of the stream. Uh, this knoll has just taken out, uh, Barris brought him down to his knees and is is drooling and, and salivating and, and, uh, ready, and ferociously ready to attack again. On the other side of the river, you've got two hobgoblins, one that is standing currently in... Uh, within this flat ball of flame that uh, Gildan had sent his way. So we'll be waiting to see what happens with him. Um, and both of them are holding on to uh, longbows. Uh, what is Biko? What's Biko doing? What's he up to? All right. Uh, Biko's heard the piercing cry, which he recognizes as fatal damage. And he's seen Barris just fall over. Mm. So he can't help himself but spring up from his hiding spot, run over to Barris. I'm like, Barris, Barris! He's going to pull out his, his healer's kit. And he's going to try and stabilize this bleeding friend. Yeah. Um, okay. Give us a roll. Medicine? Yeah, medicine roll to see if we can stabilize Barris. Ah, Biko somehow remembers his his training and rolls a total of twenty one. Great. Uh, do you want to sort of detail how what what happens with Barris? He doesn't wake up, but he becomes stable. So that feel nice. free to sort of paint the picture of what happens there. Yeah. So. Uh, Biko flashes back to the the Pinston Bandagerie, which is where his family has served bandages for quite a while. And he remembers his father yelling at him what he's supposed to be doing, and he's trying to visualize, trying to stabilize this rabbit, which he was training on. And he sort of goes through the same sort of process. Blood stays in the body. Wrap it up, stick it in. Stick it in, wrap it up. And he does a few sort of bandages to sort of stabilize his little patient there. And it works better than he thought. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty happy with himself. Yeah, Barris um, is is stable. He's he's still at zero HP. He's unconscious, but he is he's no longer in a dying state. Cool. Uh, right. Oh, sorry. Anything else? Um, as a bonus action, or mm-hmm. did I use all my? Yeah, cool. No, no, you got a bonus. Bonus, bonus action. Biko will um, blend himself into the the trees around him. Okay. Yeah, you're sort of making yourself less obvious than everyone else. You're still yeah. sort of hi- you're hiding underneath some of this um, vegetation near the riverbed, and you're just still working on just Barris silently. You got it. Yeah, yeah. covering. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're back to Lovejoy. Mm, the knoll is still a threat, so I think I'm going to have to just kind of leap off my rock and go ham. Mm-hmm. With my quarterstaff, I'm going to try and cave its uh, cave its head in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a violent psychopath playing this game. <laughs> oh dear, it's not it's not a good roll. It's a three plus two for five. Um, well, okay, you know that's cool. So when you you leap down with your quarterstaff and land next to him, and the quarterstaff uh, so it sort of glances down its side and thuds into the uh, the watery sediment to its side just splashing up splash damage splash damage splash water damage of zero uh yes um and and you're close you're really close you're almost like hunched down next to it and you can feel almost the fur off its side um as you come back into a standing position um Uh, i'm gonna scramble up this rock face if i can good like i'm gonna have an oh shit moment that i've not connected and try and scramble up this rock face to try and avoid it Biting back at me. 
Yeah, give me either an athletics or an acrobatics just to see how that goes because it's a bit of a <laughs> sheer rock. I'm sure it'd be fine. Ooh. Uh, oh. 18 plus one on my acrobatics right. check for how, 19. How fine is it? Adam, you tell us how it, how it goes. Have you seen Tom Cruise doing the old rock climbing <laughs> in a Mission Impossible? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. Okay, well, you do that for about seven feet, uh, and it goes very well. Oh. But you're you're above, you're definitely above the knoll at this, at this point. Yeah, yeah. You're Preaching hanging Scientology like, all the way up. One hand... Yeah, like an overhang, yeah. flipping the bird and I'm yelling back down. You've got so many alien spirits <clears throat> trapped in you. I can feel it. <laughs> Start doing. It's uh, clear. <laughs> uh, it's the goblins. The goblin in the middle of the stream is sort of like watching on, and has really slowed its paddle down. Um, and it's it's stopped now, and it's looking back at the hobgoblins, and and they're snarling and pointing and yelling in your direction. Looks back in your direction, and it just kind of just slowly like goes onto its back into like a, a, a just a floating position, and just silently just lets the flow of the river take it sort of uh, fifteen feet down the river. Um, and the hobgoblins are just going nuts, screaming at this thing uh, in fury in this goblin language. And this almost like this goblin is just pretending just to play dead and just let the current like drift, drift it off, drift it away. Um, I, know, I know how that guy feels. I want to do that most days. I just want to lie on my back and let the current take me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can respect that. It's the hobgoblins' turns. Uh, what is that? I can't remember what this sphere of... Fire, what was this? I will cast it. Uh, I will display it on the thing. Oh, yeah. It says if they end their turn in it. Oh, maybe we I already think. did that then. Has it already taken some damage? It's taken it damage. has taken some damage. Yeah. So it must have been. Okay, so it was must have taken its damage on the last move. Um, it uh, The one that is within that flaming sphere is like patting down all the bits that are... Um, catching on fire actually we'll say he, he, he runs out scoops up some water from the river and sort of pushes it over his fur and his face to try and get rid of some of the singed fur um and uh makes its way over to the other hobgoblin um and you can see you can hear them um talking at this point it's almost like they're a little uh distracted by whatever it is that they're they're now planning um Gildan. Oh, okay. They're planning. Bastards. Well, they're, they're just—they're just not acting. They're not—they're not doing anything other than sort of getting close and con- conversing in some way. Well, I'm going to push the flaming sphere back at the guy. Okay. <laughs> With yeah. my bonus action, I move that to smack him in the face. Okay. He has to do a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, a dex saving throw of thirteen. Take. Oh, I rolled it twice by accident. Um, they both dodge out of the way. They see it coming and sort of oh, jump out of the way. It only happens to one. It's just... Well, I thought it was I the same as with the... If they end their turn and they're five feet next to oh, it. Well, I th- okay, so. okay. Well, they both take a reaction of just dodging out of the way. They just see it coming and their reaction is to jump five feet back. Rude. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about your action, Gilton? Oh, I think they still take half as much damage. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. They weren't. It wasn't a dex throw. They literally saw it coming, and their reaction was to move. It wasn't their 
they, they had oh, the what, dodge. They can just react and move out. It's an attack. They had a dodge reaction okay. lined up. Bastards. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to uh, jump down and hit this knoll on the head. Okay. Uh, with a mace. Cool. Roll to hit. So, uh, here it is. Oh, critical hit. That is that is a hit. Is he going to take a reaction and move out of the way? No, or? no, no. He, <laughs> there was nothing there for him. All right. Uh, I don't know. What's it say? Two plus crit one. Uh, one d six plus one. You rolled two ones as your dice rolls for damage. Oh, did I? <laughs> so you got beautiful three uh, three damage <laughs> total. No, not the padded mace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this thing is just sort of like snapping out in all directions as it's like it's got so many of you near it now. And it's like just as you went to swipe at it, it started snapping up towards uh, Lovejoy and it just glanced off it doing just a little bit of damage. So three points of damage. Get in the back of the knee. Uh, we're back. That's all. We're back with the knoll. Um, and I think he's going to attack uh, you, Gildan, with Lovejoy sort of up out of the way. And with the threat of Barris non-existent, and he doesn't really see uh, Biko, he's only got you to go for, and he's going to mm. uh, snap out is with Barris, his teeth. Is Barris awake? He's unconscious. Unconscious. Oh, he's he's stabilised, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, great. That's right. Yeah, uh, roll of a 14. That's a miss. He just snaps out and like catches some of your, your armour in its teeth uh, and does no damage. Uh, Biko, back with you. All right, Biko's going to look up from his patient, which is still alive, which he's just <laughs> wrapped about. But then his, his memory flashes back a few moments to realize what put him, his mate, in this dying state. And he's going to grab the, the dagger he got from Barris and leap up into the the knoll's face and shove it up his nostril. Like, how could you do it? Nice. Um, attack with his sweet daggery dagger for a total of nine. Uh, that is a miss, unfortunately. The nostrils are just too small. A glance, and you were trying to be too precise. <laughs> and it just glances over its snout. Um, but it is now very aware of, of your location as you, like, splashed across the shallow part of the river to get to it. As a, a bonus action, because going to be like, you piece of shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are these like freakishly small nostrils? Like when we're looking at it, you're like, damn, that's like, some small oh, nostrils. Can't get much, like, wouldn't get much oxygen each breath, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you uh, <laughs> <laughs> It cannot survive. Uh, Lovejoy. Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. So I said Barris is unconscious, isn't he? Yes, yeah. Um, so I'm up, up my little rock face. Mm. And I've scurried up there like a rat up a drain pipe. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I don't want to give up, give up that position, so I'm just going to put my hand down and fire out a ray of frost from above okay. at the knoll. For, oh, 14 plus 5 for 19. That's got to be a hit, surely. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely hit. Is that a, that's a plus five. cantrip or a spell? Cantrippy. Oh, yeah. Um, slippy. That is um, enough damage. Seven damage is more than enough. Uh, do you want to detail what happens to this knoll? Yeah, the, the white ray of frost shoots out into its skull and for a fraction of a second you see nothing. But then its head just explodes like a snow cone. <laughs> okay. Do snow cones explode? Yeah. Okay. If you oh. if you like if you like put your hand on one like this. Oh gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
you just kind of see this thing's head kind of explode. Okay. Very much like okay. I, I don't know why I just repeated it, but um, <laughs> yeah, the rest of its point. the rest of its body just drops down into the water. Uh, and, and mm. um, it's too shallow there to drift the body anywhere. So you've just got this body now lying, uh, mostly covered in the water in front of you. Are we splattered in chunks of Snow frozen cone. blood? Yeah, yeah. Frozen mulf. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's a fur. Frozen brains and mulf. Biko's got one little nostril on his uh, armor that he has to like flick yes. off. Barely Just, visible. Barely visible. Tiny. <laughs> um, any, anything else from Lovejoy? No, no. I, I'm I'm on the rock, so I'm in a weird. I'm quite literally between a rock and a hard place. Okay, the goblin no. continues its strange. Uh, just acting dead as it floats down. And Biko, you looked at it, you can still see it sort of just like looking around to see if anyone's really noticing what it's doing. And it like starts rolling over a bit and it'll like paddle just to get it back onto its back before like continue just floating away. Um, The hobgoblins um, turn to see that the knoll uh, is now no longer and that the goblin is is almost completely out of their sight now. Um, And... They start panicking now. They're a bit more feverish. One of them takes just a pot shot um, over in the direction. They can see Lovejoy um, is the highest, most obvious target. Um, and takes... Like Spider-Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was going for. <laughs> takes a shot. It's a 14? No, not with my magical armor that I've got on. Oh, nice. That just pings nice. off the rock next to you, and there's a, there's a, a yelling of um, one of the hobgoblins, like, grabs the other hobgoblin, um, throws his bow to the ground, grabs him by the collar, brings him forwards and shouts to him, We need to get back to the ruins! Um, and they just run. They just r- r- sprint off uh, to the... What? Out- what does he say again? <laughs> we need to get back to the ruins! Is that all right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, wait so a second. Uh, Can I chase see. them with my uh, where flaming Where did you go back to the ruins? Like that. Is that good? <laughs> I can do it all night. I can do it all night. Yeah. He said it three times. <laughs> I think he's got this impressed his message of Prada's mate. Um, what is what is um, Gildan up to? I want to chase them with the ball or their I flaming would, sphere. I thought running. you had me excited for a minute. I thought, I thought you were going to say... Let's let's chase chase them. But if you just want to first give a go, uh, if you want to give a go with the with the flaming sphere, we can totally give that well, a go. Yeah, it's like a, a bonus action. Yeah, sure, let's do it. Bonus action. Uh, okay. okay. Um, they've both had their actions, so there's no readying of uh, uh, dodge this time. Um, oh, is that what they were doing? They're dodging. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. That was them just... Well, that was them. They hadn't taken an action. They just knew if anything came their way, they were, they were going to dodge. This time, not so lucky. So what's... So the flaming sphere just chases up behind them? Yes. A deck save of 13. Just It will just hit one. Mm. Okay. One on the right. Let's have a look. Deck save. It's a five. Okay. So that one is hit with seven Oof. damage seven, of flame. Seven damage. They... um. Takes seven damage. Uh, he, he's like on fire. Um, he's not dead, but it is like head to toe, just whoosh, in flames. And he's just screaming as he's trying to outpace this um, flaming sphere. But he, he is still alive. 
and they are... I'm going to wade after them. Are you saying you'd like to take chase? Yes. Okay. Oh, no, chase. no. We should avoid the chase at all costs, guys. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, the book was open to that page, I think. It's <laughs> weird, isn't it? It was, it was one of those things where I was like, there's a chance there's a chase, and I need to make sure I at least have the rules ready to go. Um, but not only that, but also a chase map. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, this is way better than the Bradley Walsh chase. Who's that? <laughs> Is it the, the chase. trivia game? You know the chase on oh, TV1. Oh, no, I know it very well, actually. I thought it was yeah. a sports mm. reference. I wasn't sure. It was... No, no. Uh, Bradley Walsh is on every TV show currently. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to keep the same um, order. The distance that you had already that I'd measured it out from the distance you were to where the hobgo- hobgoblins were was about a 60-foot difference, which is what we have here. We're going to keep... Um, uh, the same uh, order. So we're going to go back to the top of the order here, which is um, Lovejoy, I think. Mr. Lover, Lover. Yeah, that's me. Or, do we, or, or are you guys happy just to continue from where we are? I'm happy for either, to be honest. Is it, does it make more sense just to go from... Because um, you've taken your bonus action, but you haven't taken your... I guess you're... Yeah, may as well just keep it the way we were going. Okay, okay. Um at the moment, then, uh, they've added 30 feet onto their movement. So you're really 90 feet away by the time it is your turn to make your movement. Um, okay. So you're, you're up chase, I suppose, if I catch them straight away. <laughs> well, they did, they did add their movement on top. So that's just, that's just they? where, yeah, yeah. So they, they, <laughs> we can go back to that other map and we can measure no, that no. out if you like. Anyway, so there's, uh, you've got options. You can either dash to try and make up. Uh, as much distance as possible, but then yeah. you don't get an action. Um, or you can move and act like you might normally do, but then you risk mm. them not getting, or not getting dash. closer. You're going to dash. Uh, okay, so let's make sure. So that will leave you 30 feet from them. Because my go. movement is something. Is it 30 feet? What does it have? Yeah, probably. Oh, so, so, so dashing will be 60. So you move from 90 feet away from them. To 30 feet away. Okay. I don't even know where it has movement, but yeah, it's probably 30. Yeah. I think most humans are 30. So you're now 30 feet away. You've just started chasing after them. And the one that was on fire, um, you were seeing bits of burnt fur on the ground uh, trailing behind it and flying off it and like smoke. And they're just, they're they're sprinting now as well. Okay. I'll be like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk in my armor. And my uh, little candle on top of my head is... uh, it's got a bigger flame than normal. And I'll be yelling out, right, stop right there. Nice. No. Uh, can I get a, uh, a D20 from you, please? At the end of everybody's turn, you roll a D20. And what your result is determines whether or not there's a complication for the next person in the turn order. Oh, I, I got a complication. 10. Complication. Cool. 10. Like chafing. <laughs> Nipple, sore nipples. How long are we running for? Low potassium. Well, the the chase happens until someone gives up. Whether it's whether it's you guys deciding um, you're just not able to catch up, or them deciding that they want to stop and fight, and try, it's until something happens. Have you um, got some Scooby Doo music on the Scrape? I should. woman did fifteen marathons in fifteen days recently, South Island. So we can do this. 
<laughs> um, so with a roll of a 10, uh, let's see if I can actually bring something out here. Um, can we add that in? How do I add that in? What's a 10? A 10 is that a, a, a creature uh, indigenous to the area starts chasing after you. So we're going to have like, um, this. this is, we're going to have a boar. Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a pot. Maybe we should have like a possum. I think maybe a possum would be yeah. the best thing. Oh, uh, that would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll have a, a possum. I don't have a, a little token for it, so I'll have to put something. And because it's daytime, it's come out. It's probably got rabies or something, right? <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Daytime rabies. It's got daybies. Daybies. Uh, well, here we go. If we, if we do this, oh, man, this sucks. Never mind. We'll, we'll just pretend we will... Yeah, just I'm already find... pretending. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Look, that is fair. We're all just pretending. Um, okay, so um, so basically behind you, uh, Biko, this possum like darts out from the tree line and starts chasing up behind you. Um, so your actions are you can you're about ninety feet away from from the action. You can either dash to make up sixty feet, or you can do an action and and thirty feet. Right. Um. Biko is frightfully aware of his dwarfish legs and he can only run 25 feet. Oh, okay. Action. So he's going to run 25 feet and remember that um, arrows go faster than he does and he's going to line up his bow and try and go for that big luminescent target in front of him, which looks like a flaming hobgoblin. But pew! It's just going to ignore the opossum chasing him, which he thinks is weird. Okay, so you're going to move 25 feet. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, okay, cool. So we're basically putting you uh, in your current position there. The possum is is not quite keeping pace with you. It's it's trying, but uh, it's just run off. What is your roll to hit? Uh, roll a total of 15. And you're aiming for the one that is uh, on currently fire. on fire. Uh, yep. That is a miss. It just soars over the, uh, just past the head of this hop goblin. Um, and can you give me uh, also a roll of a yeah. d20? As Biko rolls with D20, he'll be like, watch out for the possum! A uh, 15. Oh, yeah. A 15 means uh, the next on the turn order is totally safe. Uh, there's no complication. Uh, Lovejoy, so you're 90 oh. feet away at this moment. So don't trust the map? Don't trust the map at this point. You're 30, on this map, you're, you, you wouldn't even be on this map at this point. You're still by the riverside. Okay, but I'm yeah. 90 feet from yeah. hobbies. Yeah. Okay, well, at my last level up... I got a little, a little something, a little feature called um, within the meta magic world, distance spell. When I cast a spell that has a range of five feet or greater, I can spend one sorcery point to double the range of the spell. Okay. Yeah. Great. It's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a sorcery point. Nice. And the other thing I'm gonna do is, for the first time ever in my career playing D and D which has been three years on the one campaign, um, I'm going to cast a spell at a, a different level. Okay. Whoa. Oh. A, second, a second level ray of sickness on the hobgoblin that's not on fire. Okay. Get ready. Can I get a cold? <laughs> like the flu. Oh, fuck me. Guys. That is <laughs> awful. That is so shit. I can't believe I played this Do fucking game. Do you have uh, inspiration or anything? <laughs> no, I don't. I've cast... Uh, a spell using a, a four plus five nine. Could that was so that was so that was a spell. Yeah, that was a spell. I used second level spell slot. 
give me a give me a d uh 20 please because because of one of the things you did last session i'm going to ask you to um, roll from the wild magic table oh that's right oh yeah um that's a nine oh another nine that's a campaign ender right there Uh, Any possums in the area grow <laughs> 200 <laughs> times their normal size. I need to find the... Oh, that's right. I've got the table actually set up in here. Uh, let's bring that up. Can I just... Here we go. What's this, like wild magic or something? Sorcery thing. Yeah. Damn. This is this is pretty good. Um, and, okay. you know, we can, we can make this work quite nicely with this... Um, failed ray of sickness you go to shoot the ray of sickness um and there's like something else building up behind it that kind of knocks this ray of sickness off kilter and it sort of fires off up into the tree line um and the wild magic within you stirs and you shoot out a level five magic missile towards um (laughs) towards the the hobgoblins Wow. Which is okay. That's insane. So, uh, unexpected. Yeah. It's very, uh, I need to see exactly. <laughs> uh, magic missile. This is going to be huge. Level but they all go towards the possum. <laughs> okay. You, <laughs> you, create, you create three glowing darts of magic. This was if it was a level one. You would cast three glow, uh, glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see uh, within range, which is 120 feet. Um, when you cast it at two or higher, you create one more dart for each slot above. So you get four, five, you get six bolts of this magic Whoa. missile just like Firing up out of you. Um, like a Roman candle. Yeah. I was yeah, I was exactly picturing a Roman candle. Um so there's one D4 plus one for each uh for each hit. Um and there's no roll to hit, they just hit. Mm. So good. <laughs> Holy shit. I love wild magic. Holy shit. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So what is it? 1d4. 1d4 plus, plus one. one. Should we do, should Just we do give me one? six roll. I want six rolls. I want to see okay. each of these like fire and slam into. All right. <laughs> Wait. No, not 60. Oh, right. I see. No, I wanted 1d4 plus one six times. Not just. I suppose we could just what? add one to each of those, right? Three. Yeah, three plus one. So four and a five and a. First of all, what what are the first three being aimed at? Let's let's go through. The, um, I'll the say first my one. original target. Uh, the one that was not on fire. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's four plus five nine. Okay, the first three bolts just like slam into the back of this um, hobgoblin as it's as it's running away, and that last one just like hits it square in its back and bursts through it, and it lands de- dead on the ground like ten feet ahead of where it was, leaving the last three <laughs> bolts to be aimed at the one that was absolutely scorched, almost dead, panting and and, and screaming in agony um, as the first one hits knocks him down to the ground dead and the other two just thump, thump, into its dead corpse. 
Wow. <laughs> Lovejoy's kind of standing there, kind of shocked with kind of smoke just rising off his hand. What's that? What is that noise? Masturbatory yeah. noise going on in the background of Shannon's dog. <laughs> it was the Yes, it's possum. <laughs> that was the possum. All right. Um, so Lovejoy's kind of standing there with a shocked look on his face. Even he's not sure what happened. This certainly wasn't deliberate, you can tell. And everything's just silent. And Lovejoy just says, well, I didn't quite mean to do that. Incredible, Lovejoy. <laughs> Whew. Um, I'm just going to... sometimes, but I can't. To make it happen. I just rolled a, a d20 as the possum catches up to Biko and just launches at the back of Biko's head. Um, uh, but it, it misses, just sort of like, it's like, as it flies through the air to try and attack Biko and it just lands on the ground in the middle of the, the track in front of you before just like darting off into the woods. It's uh, it's no longer there. <laughs> did, you, did you do that as well, Lovejoy? Like, what the <laughs> hell was that? Uh... <laughs> no, that one was not me. Um, yeah, this is a thing. Oh, God, I wish Harry had been here to see this. But um, I've got this thing that sometimes happens and I get my magic going and sometimes it gets a bit out of control and I don't really know what's going to happen. It's just something like a side effect of like my, my old sorcery sort of training and it just sort of spurts out sometimes. <laughs> but I tell you what, it's not always a good thing. But that time, very fucking good. That was uh, amazing and absolutely cut short what I thought would, you know, take up, you know, 15, at least 15 minutes. But, uh, man, that's all right. Good chase. (laughs) Honestly, it was a good, that was a good chase. At least it wasn't one of the ones that just, like, drags on until you're unsure uh, how to go. Um, And Gildan would have been running towards these guys and just, like, these things firing past, boom, 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 boom. And uh, <laughs> just my running would have just slowed to a uh, a jog, and then just stood still, just like dumbfounded. Look around, smoking hand. Uh, hmm, I've got to walk back to the other guys. <laughs> well, what do we do now? Whoa! Can you do that um, again, Lovejoy? That was so no, good. I I can sh- I can fire off the old ray of sickness again. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. What, so what I was intended to do was make the bloke feel a bit peaky <laughs> and hopefully he'd get the coughs yeah. and he'd slow down oh, yeah. or even cough his lungs up. But un- yes, well, for- fortunately, um, I exploded them. Yeah. Um, wow. Dang. Well, this has presented us with a, an opportunity, gentlemen. I think what we should do is you go and check on Barros. We don't want him taken by, the, you know, a wolf or a deer or a... a rabid rabies possum and then we should maybe see if we can either send him back home by himself he can limp back home with an arrow through his <laughs> knee or, or we can somehow get him well enough to make his way to the ruins with us or we could do what marty mcfly does in back to the future 2 and hide him behind a billboard and cover him in ferns which oh, is a delorean is kind of the situation as he is still lying unconscious kind of submerged in a little bit of the uh, river Back. Oh, his okay. face is in the river. <laughs> <laughs> in the re- in the recovery position, face down in the river. <laughs> yeah. He's choked on his own vomit. With a fern plant growing out of his mouth. Oh. Well, let's put you back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Barris, let's go, quick. <laughs> let's put you back. Uh, He's been stolen by a deer, as you say. <laughs> Fuck. 
Adidas just like nibbling at his ear. <laughs> mm. um, I, I can ask P Law to help him we'll do that, eh? Thank you, Gilbert. Like P Law, most is. of the outside bits on the inside, but he's probably going to need quite a bit of work. Yes, uh, dear P Law, please help this wounded uh, blacksmith. And um, that is the spell healing word, and he should get six. HP back. Uh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he he slowly opens his eyes and he's sort of still he's still in pain. He's kind of wincing in pain from from some of his injuries, and he opens his eyes to see the three of you above him. Um, and uh, Bigo, what the hell was up with that mushroom? <laughs> First thing out of his mouth. Very <laughs> <Right>. cool. <laughs> I understand if, you know, things are just way out there, you know, some of your memories might not be great. You cut it pretty fine to, you know, death there. So great to see you alive, mate. Uh, and he, with a, a, a bit of pain, sort of pulls himself away from the water and, and leans up against one of the rocks. Uh, he's like, I'm not sure how, how, how long it'll take for me to uh, get through this. Uh, do you still? And he looks around surveying. He goes, uh, did you did you get them all? Where did the hobgoblins go? Oh, we fucking got them all right. <laughs> they went yeah. everywhere. That was yeah. nuts. Yeah. Do you remember that one that no one, oh, you were unconscious at the time, but his head exploded like a snow cone. Um, <laughs> you won't know what one of them is, but then our hobgoblin up the front, he exploded like a bloody, have you ever microwaved an egg? <laughs> <laughs> he just nods as if he knows exactly what you're talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time. Sometimes these visions just come to me. I don't know what a microwave is. <laughs> um, yeah, the long and the short of it is, mate, that it was looking pretty dicey there for a moment, but um, everyone's fucking dead except us. Vico's just going to look down the river to see if old floaty Mick Gobbo oh. is still there. Gobbo. No, he's, he's gone completely. There's like a there's still some red in the water since he was so heavily uh, injured that is continuing yeah, down the assume he drowned. <laughs> he, you know what? He probably did. He probably did drown. He's gone. He's nowhere in sight. Okay. Was he eaten by microscopic sea creatures? Plankton. <laughs> sure. Oh. <laughs> he prepared a dash downwards and he he drowned. Poetic. <laughs> uh, guys, that was intense. Like what do we do from here? Well, we got a clear path to the ruins now, don't we? We can leisurely stroll our way there, and um, the minute we see some action, we can hide. You're quite the stealthy one, Biko, so you could perhaps take a crouching position and sum up what's ahead of us. Oh, oh like this. And Biko will crouch. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah. I'm only It's because I'm, I'm not very really tall. Oh, but, but I'm, I'm tall and embarrassed right now. Oh, no, he stood up again. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Barris is just slowly making his way to his feet. He's trying not to put any weight on that that knee, and he's uh, he's he's pulled out a bandage from his like this uh, little um, bag that he's pouch that he's carrying, and he's wrapping up his his forearm. Didn't we? I, and this is going to be really unfortunate for Barris if we did. <laughs> but when we when we raided the um, the cave, didn't we get some actual potions of invulnerability? Um, Biko's got a greater healing potion on him. I don't oh, think there's um, any invulnerability, though. 
I've got this funny feeling. It was either, or oh, maybe I'm thinking of the last campaign. No, you got, yeah, you got a posture of greater healing. Yeah. Right, yeah. I knew we had something. Uh, okay, cool. But that's right. Like, Barris is, you know, he's not feeling as bad as he, you know, was when he first woke up. He's, he's got a, a lot of his health back now. Um, and, uh, but he's, he's obviously very preoccupied. He hasn't been in a fight for a long time. And this is, uh, he was already pretty nervous about joining. Um, am I, am I going to hold you guys back? For sure. You're messed up. <laughs> like, check out this bandage. Like, it's a pretty good bandage. Like, not as good as my dad's, but it's like, oh, like, how are you feeling? Like, oh, Paris, like, um, you know? I'm going to give, I'm just going to have a bit of a roll on something here. Um, the Ebola table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you guys see that roll? I think you did. Um, yeah, you was, I think it was meant to be a secret one. Deception. <laughs> secret deception. With a, yeah, damn it. On his deception. <laughs> damn it. The hell was that? Okay. Well, he gives you the thumbs up and he says uh, he's okay. He, he, he thinks he can, he can push along. <laughs> You have to not Bigger. now. You have to now not meta at all that you saw that that was a deception roll. Okay. Well, Biko, I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, sorry. Good. Uh, Biko was gonna pull out his his potion of healing. He's like, <laughs> this guy's the man. Like he's the blacksmith, and he just leaves it in his pocket. What do you, what do you think, Gildan? Yeah, I'm gonna pat uh, Barros on his shoulder and say, "Oh, you did so well, <laughs> and it's you're not even phased by it. I'm proud of you." And uh, people are. Uh, shined his light on you you know so your knee should be feeling better and um people is pretty great i think you'll agree better than um what's his name back at the town which i'm sure doesn't you know he's, he's great and everything back at town but it doesn't heal knees does he <laughs> gillen's got a point <laughs> <laughs> and he just yeah, looks he down at his knee with this like the arrowhead still like pushing through from the back Pilo should have popped that out. Sorry, I'm just going to pull down and pull it out. Oh, he just screams. He just absolutely screams as you pull that through um, from the other side. Oh, oh, I just got really quick. Oh, sorry, I thought Pilo popped that one out. <laughs> That's better. Travelling with a couple of medical men, aren't I? These, these <laughs> guys know all the first aid rules. Wrap a few more bandages around it. All right. Yeah, you, you guys oh. sort of help them uh, uh, superficially in regards to like making sure – you're not using magic. You're making sure everything is bandaged up, uh, everything's looking good. And he's standing there now looking like a, like a proper fighter now. Like he looks like he's got a bit of battle damage to him. Um, and he, he picks yeah. up his, his hammer with like a bit of a wince. Ugh. And he puts it up over his shoulders again. And he goes, so is it um, time for the ruins then? Let's yes, go. it is. You're well, we've, we've come so far. We can't be turning back now. We at least need to, you know, have a gaze at what's going on at the ruins so we can pop back to the old town, tell them what's going on, have the festival, make sure Harry hasn't murdered everyone, get a good night's kip. <laughs> yeah. How many more goblins could there be? Probably not many. <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay, cool. So is there anything else you guys wanted to do uh, here before hitting off? Does the water look magical? Rest, the water does not look magical. Oh. Okay. <laughs> not that well. you have any way to tell. You're looking at it's not glowing blue like any of the other uh, sort of 
pools of water you've seen in the caves. Um, so okay. no, it just looks very blue. That's all. It's just very clean water. Very very clean. Well, it's very clean. I'll take a few sips then. Okay. Well, now you've got Giardia and uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. A, a dead possum close by. <laughs> there are a few corpses, literally like five feet. From just us. like right cold. next to that no, no. corpse. No, 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 no. I go over to that. Water. I go over to that waterfall. Germs. I go over to that that waterfall. But it's okay. like just we can just see that little that little waterfall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like uh, an old um, aqueduct. Lipton <laughs> tea ad. Uh, an old flake ad. You go over in your little ah. canoe. There's <laughs> <laughs> that too, that reference is too old for you, Adam. <laughs> Only the crumbliest, flakiest, flakiest chocolate. chocolate. Tastes oh, like chocolate. Yeah. Never. <laughs> So other than a quick drink from the waterfall, we're just going to head on uh, away from the river uh, down the path um, and past uh, the hobgoblins on the way to the ruins. Anything else um, that you want to do before as, going? As Biko passes the hobgoblins, he's just going to check their um, attire for oh, yeah. loot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, of the two goblins, of the hobgoblins, um, one of them seems to have uh, lost the majority of his weapons. You remember him giving them off to uh, the gnolls and dropping his um, bow on the ground. Um, but the other one, for some reason, I, I guess you never got close enough for him to use it, but hanging on his side is this awesome-looking um, mace. Just this, It looks really old. Um, and like it's an a, antique. It, it looks... It's ancient. It looks ancient. It looks pretty worn, um, but it looks really sturdy. Um, Lovejoy, do you want to look at this? It is a it is a plus one mace. Um, other than that, they've got uh, a couple of pouches on them. One of them, uh, the same one with the mace, has about sixteen copper pieces on him. Uh, the other one, just a single gold piece tucked into like uh, a pouch next to this old rusty key, um, and. I will say that you, you searched the knolls as well. The knolls had some um, trinkets on them that they'd just sort of like tucked into different parts of like belts and, and loincloths they had on them. Obviously stuff that they just found and grabbed and held on to. Um, and so one of them had like this uh, small wooden statuette. It's really, again, very old looking, really, really old looking, almost um, uh, almost fossilized wood, but it's of, of like a smug little halfling. Uh, it's been carved down into a little halfling. There's like a, a, huh? a little shard of obsidian that another one's uh, been like tucked away. Um, and then just a little gold monocle frame, but without the lens, just just the frame. It's just like little trinkets that these these ferocious little guys have found and picked up. Mm. Um, and that, that key, again, it looks ancient. It looks so old and it's, it's, it's quite rusty as well. I wouldn't mind um, seeing I, I can talk Beacon into handing over the key to me. Hey man, have the key. Oh, ah, uh, your uh, tithe box, Gildan. Here, have some little copper guys for them. Oh, thank uh, you. Pilor, thank you. There's a cool little, like, shard of, like, dark glass. Like, can I have that, guys? Like, you guys don't mm. need that for your thing. That's That's actually a very uh, common material that's known as um, blacky, blacky, blacky rock. <laughs> ah. blacky, blacky Improv, rock. everybody. Thank you, Lovejoy. Like, it mm. looks like it could be sharp one day. Um, and Biko mm. pockets the shard of obsidian. It's um, um it's really strange. Uh, you notice that it's it's quite warm when you pick it up. Um, and it just seems to 
Uh, it's quite just. It's just warm. You'd expected it to be cold, but it was warm. Put it in your pocket. They they do that. The old blacky blacky rock. It's um. It's often warm to the touch, Biko. Oh, that's gonna be handy you know. for when I get cold. Mm. <laughs> cold yes, rock. But be careful, because it can be very sharp. The old blacky blacky rock. Uh, that's gonna so go in the go. double pocket for sh- yeah, triple pocket. Yeah, mm. and Biko will tuck it away. Oh, there's this weird little. It's like a dwarf, but he's kind of near the wrong proportions. Do you want to look at that, Lovejoy? Mm. Yes, this looks like a um, a little, I believe they call called a halfling. And this this type of wood is found in it's all over the world, really. Again, it's probably not worth... Uh, I can hang on to that. I can have that appraised later on for you. I've got a friend who deals in old wooden shit. <clears throat> oh, oh, you know everybody. Yeah. For connections. I, I do, Lovejoy. I do. No problem what is at all, boys. It's like a little man, like a kid, a child. Like I've seen sort of, like, those. sort of like you, Biko, except um, like a bit more of you. It, would you call <laughs> a man hairy. a fulling? I would not. Ah. <laughs> I am mm. like a teenager. It's like, it's like halfway between a a Biko and a and a Barros. No, that would be me. It's like halfway <laughs> between a Biko and a me. So you're a halfling. No, listen carefully. <laughs> Reading comprehension. A halfling oh. is halfway between a Biko and a me. Oh, halfway between a Biko and... Okay. Yeah, I got it. Like Barris, to Barris is just like following along behind you guys as you have this conversation. He's just like shaking his head like, oh man, no wonder these guys got like dropped off in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, all right, Chuckles. We could have left you for dead. Does he know that? <laughs> What's this cool mace? Like, oh, this mace looks pretty good. I'm not much of a big this guy, more of a chop guy. I have, I have a mace. Um, at, <laughs> Lovejoy, do you? Does this look like a good mace? Mm, yeah, it looks it looks pretty old. Um, look, you probably wouldn't get much for it on the open market, but I mean, you you're a mace guy. I think if anyone's going to get the most out of it, it'll be you. Okay, Lovejoy's good. The old decisions. But if you are looking to. Move it on in future. You make sure you come see me first, all right, son? All right, do you want this, my old mace? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give love to my old mace. That's Which is much newer than the old mace. Yeah, well, hopefully this new old one is good. Uh, plus one, is it? Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. My plus one to attack and damage. What? Yeah. Massive damage. Um... All right. Well, I guess you guys continue um, down this path. The, the three of you with Barris uh, in tow just walk past the absolutely obliterated corpses of these uh, hobgoblins and continue downhill. Um, it seems to go a little further downhill, um, and it's about it starts evening out now. You're sort of uh, you're at a point where that feeling that 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 guidance back to Caldera is almost completely gone now. It's almost completely vanished. Um, and and Bar- Barris, while he's, while he's sort of nursing his, his arm and his knees is hobbling a little bit, um, you do spot him every now and then just like just putting his hand on his chest uh, with a bit of a forlorn look on his face as well. Um, he goes, oh, no, I'd never get used to being this far out from Caldera. You guys holding up all right? Not really. It makes me a bit sad. I feel like, almost like I miss the place that I barely know. 
here I go again on my own, going down the only path I've ever known. That's beautiful. Ara, you should mention that to Aristotle when you get back. You'll appreciate it. Um, and you continue on your way for about another maybe f- 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and uh, what, what can we say here? Sorry, I just got to bring up all my notes here. Uh, okay, right. Yeah, so as you as you progress, you can hear suddenly the sound of like um, wood creaking and, and, and snapping. Um, stones hitting dirt. Uh, relatively sort of smallish stones, not like pebbles, but like rocks hitting dirt and the cries of like frustration uh, from from goblins off in, off in the oh. distance ahead of you. You can also hear growls and barks um, from what you can assume are coming from, from a knoll or, or two. You recognize those kind of noises, um, but all of this is happening off in the distance. Further around this this turn in the path that's heading north now, um, so it's hard to tell exactly how many creatures are making these noises, but clearly the ruins are ahead, uh, and it sounds busy. Hundreds of feet away. Is that? Yeah, you yeah, maybe yeah, about hundred, maybe two hundred feet away. And they're loud. But there's, there's not much else happening in the woods other than the noises that you can you're hearing from there. But it sounds very destructive. Like I said, wood snapping and stones being thrown oh. or dropped. More goblins. Frustrated. Oh, boy, am I sick of seeing goblins around this part of the world. Yeah. We should we should scope this out before we do anything. Good idea. I can I can do a sneaky Biko Biko and come back if you guys want. Like that. Yes. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Do a sneaky Biko Biko. Okay, okay. Um careful of the old lucky blackstone. <laughs> what? Never mind. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Cut yeah, a hole in your pocket. Well, then what, I'll, I'll just do the sneaky Biko, and then we'll talk about that confusing stuff. Cause... Okay. Oh, um, Barris, what do you think of confusing stuff? Like, I don't like it most of the time, but sometimes it's okay, you know? What do I think of confusing stuff? Yeah, yeah. My Barris kills what? himself. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it either, Barris. Yeah, we're the same. <laughs> Um, I, I should mind. probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rico's just will, will walk off at this point. Okay, he, he finds that confusing and a little bit frustrating. So Barris is like standing there, just confused and ah, I didn't like that. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I'm I'm going. I'm not going to bring the map up since it's only Biko seeing it. So instead, I'm just going to use my. My words. Um, do you follow the path? What I'll say is as you get um, further ahead, maybe about 150 meters ahead, you can see now through the tree line um, some broken, dilapidated stone buildings off in the distance now, maybe another 100 feet from where you are. Um, and you can hear more clearer these noises now and the snapping of the... It just feels like whatever is inside all those ruins up ahead, you can't really gauge exactly how... like what what makes up these ruins at, from this distance. Um, there's a, there is a lot of movement. And you see just a, a goblin make its way across the path in front of you, like 100 metres up. Um, there's something different about the goblin. It looks a little bit smaller, a little bit, and not as ferocious as the ones you've you've met previously. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you kind of 
options here as to is whether you want to just continue up the path a little more or if you want to sort of um, like head off into the trees to get a different angle or, or, or something. What would you like to do? Or something different? Um, Biko's done quite a bit of foraging and looking out for mushrooms and so on. So as his ears alert him to quite a number of different creatures ahead of him, mm. he's going to take a sort of few steps off the path into the sort of tree line just lower himself down a little bit, go a little bit slower, and he's got his bow ready just in case he, you know, gets a little bit too distracted by some sweet fungi near his feet. Mm -hmm. And he's just going to pause for a minute and sort of see what he can see a little bit mm. closer in. How close would you like to get? Uh, Biko wants to get close enough to have some useful information for mm -hmm. his his colleagues. All right, but he's not going to risk himself. Or do what he did last time and loose an arrow and kind of messed it up a bit. So he's just going to be a little bit more cautious this time. Okay, give me uh, a stealth roll. Whee! He says as he rolls a total of five for stealth. Okay, you're you're um you're a little on edge having just fought you fought a bunch of goblins. Now you fought some gnolls and some hobgoblins, and the you're, you're trying to be stealthy. But you're on edge with the thought of all this noise in front of, out there in front of you, um, that you're not really paying too much attention to your footwork. You're maybe a little nervous, and you make your way off the path and into some trees, and you're scraping past and breaking branches. It's that kind of thing where you didn't even know the branch was there until it snapped and made that noise, and you turn, oh, shut up. you look up to see if anyone's noticed. Um, and uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, roll something. Do I have my d20? Where the hell did that go? Okay, I'll just roll a virtual d20. Okay, I was just rolling sort of a, a luck kind of roll. Um, and with a roll of 13, your, your luck is pretty high on this. That first branch just happens to snap at the same time that you hear another cracking of wood from these buildings, the one that's getting closer in front of you. So you've spotted these, these ruins, and the one that's closest to you looks to have been a small stone building of some sort, but the majority of the walls have just crumbled down around it. Um, and you can see through parts of that now, and you can see two goblins. Uh, and they're in there, like, kicking... They're, they're kind of lazily kicking dirt around, moving wood out of the way, moving rocks out of the way, like they're looking for something, but they're also sort of tired and bored of, of the job. Um, and they look, as I mentioned before, now you're up close, they look maybe a little bit smaller than some of the other goblins. They look um, far less ferocious, but also they don't look like they're armed except for, uh, can you give me an investigation roll? Biko peers out with his little eyeballs for a total of 18 with investigation. The only sort of equipment that you can see on them are these like tiny little um, like almost homemade daggers made out of like sharp rock. Uh, some of the, like, one of them might have like a little bit of metal um, that's just been broken off something and attached to a stick. The other one's got like a bit of sharp rock attached to a stick. They're very, very just um, self-made. Um, and they're Lucky using black rock. No, just just normal rock. None of this sharp obsidian, okay. like what's in Biko's pocket. And then they're using it to like cut away vegetation and putting it back and moving rocks. It's it's very lazy. Um, if you want to pass those walls, I will say that you can see. Um, what can you see from there? Uh, there are hints of other buildings um, past there as well. Um, you can't really get a look at exactly how many, but it, it doesn't look like it's that many, maybe three, maybe four from what you can see. 
uh, and they all seem to be in a similar state. And you can see more movement of, of goblins occasionally just through with a, in between the trees and between the bits of building that is left standing. Uh, if you wanted to get closer, we can go for another stealth roll. Okay. Um, at that point, uh, Beaker's pretty happy that he's got something useful to tell his mates and he's going to slink his way back to the group, uh, initially back through the, the trees and foliage. And then when he hears the sounds quieten down a bit, he'll uh, make his way back to the path and pick up the pace a bit. What I will say is one of the things, just while you're stopped and, and looking out, uh, obviously you, you're listening out as well. I should probably say that investigation role covers your listening. And you could hear clearly now uh, sort of the back and forth barking, yelping of what sounds like two knolls. So you kind of deduced there doesn't sound it's not doesn't sound like there's a lot of them. There's, there are some, and then there was just some talking happening uh, in a mix of goblin and broken commoner um, with with something, and you couldn't really pick up with what they were saying. But it was a different voice. It was a it was a more sort of definitely talking as if they they had importance, like they were telling goblins to do, like almost like directing them. Nice, thank you, Spielberg. <laughs> Um, Biko will jog up to Gildan and Lovejoy. Guys, guys. So mm. I did. No, let's just worry about the confusing stuff later. So I did the Biko, found out, and I saw a head. Goblins. There was two goblins okay. uh, and some ruins More and probably goblins. other creatures. I reckon we'd probably be in for a fight, maybe similar to the old river back there. So <sighs> what are we going to do? Like, there's going to be some. Barris, how are you feeling? Like, ready for another round? Yeah, you've got another knee. (laughs) (laughs) Be okay. Uh, I can strip a bit of that bandage for if you like, Barris. Yes, I know. You can see that roll. I'm feeling good. Thank you for asking. I won't doubt those Mm. muscles. Mm. You seem like a man of your word, Barris. I have no reason to doubt you. Whatsoever, I think. I think like the, there is doubt. There is doubt on his face, but he's really trying to put on a brave face for you guys. Um, yeah. yeah, about time. It's working. You seem like an absolute whinge guts the whole time. Planning <laughs> this whole thing. So, um, I had expected him to be a bit of a harder man, to be honest. And maybe, maybe, maybe fifteen years ago he might have been, but he's he's been a long time without any uh, sort of fighting action. action. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's at, he's, retirement for one last bloody like swing of the hammer. Like I said, he's, he's out of shape. He's put on his old gear and it's like almost tearing at the seams because it's undersized for him. But he's put it on. He's trying. Mm. It didn't panel beat like a, no. a, pot, <laughs> a pot gut on there. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, out of out of character, I'm wondering if we want to roll straight into another confrontation or is there any way we could play this that we could kind of Walk in as if we are inspectors Goblins. or something like that, or maybe <laughs> inspectors. We're ruins okay. inspectors. safety. <laughs> Elf and I safety. think we should do that. Love joy. Pretend to be. I'm just. My name's Adam. I'm just out of character at the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. I know I give I such a convincing portrayal um, of the <laughs> character. Doing it. Method hard to separate the man from the character. <laughs> I'm, um, I, I'm more just suggesting that. Like, do we just want to roll straight into another like? potential combat or is there a different angle we might want to take there is mm. hobgoblin corpses we could use to wear them 
<laughs> wearing them doesn't go well from my so, experience, but we could bring them in. Faint that they're wounded. Oh, hi guys, we were just walking in the forest. I found this guy who's pretty injured. That could get us close. So, so we show up with two of their dead friends. Probably one, like that second guy, he's like a liquid or a, oh, he's a paste. He's a pace. The second guy's a pace at the moment. Do we have him we, like between two of us, like weekend at Bernie's style? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, <laughs> no, we just strap them to our fronts, you know, like we tie. And so from a distance, it looks like they're walking. Yeah. <laughs> or we could show up as an ambulance or something like that. Yeah. Beaker would totally make the siren noises. <laughs> I don't know if they would know what an ambulance is, but we could give it a go. <laughs> well, we must have ambulances. I've also heard of a microwave, so. <laughs> yeah. Biko's going to see the flash of light in Lovejoy's eyes. He's like, I had the same idea, Lovejoy. We could grab that old dead hobgoblin, drag him along, pretend like he's just injured, and we just happen to pass by. Right, like, is that you, confusing? You, you, we definitely didn't have the same idea. I can, I'll stop you there. Uh, but I am wondering, I am wondering if we are up for another fight. You know, just we can't just keep on fighting our way through these things. If there's another hundred of these bastards and we're yeah. in bad shape, we might need to think of a different way to approach this one. One other plan, like we could set up a bit of a yeah yeah center. I could run out, shoot an arrow, and run back. And then if they follow me back, we can pounce on them like the old spring in a boot trick. Yeah, spring in a boot. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. So when they come through, we pop up. That's right. Below. Just like a boot. Okay. Okay. That's... So you do you want to fight. Burn... I could burn down the forest. I like it. We could wait till <laughs> night time. I... Yeah, I'm burn. team forest fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning at this point. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, I'm plenty, plenty of good burn time left. Maybe, maybe yeah, midday. Maybe during. midday. Yeah. Tinder dry conditions. This place will go up. The, like, sun, is, like the sun is high. The territory. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like your idea of the uh, the trap, Biko. Do you think yeah. we'd like dig a hole and they'll run into it? Or do we mm. I've got and jump on top of them? That's really good. We dig a massive trench. I've got my earth. We can dig a huge trench. We should do that for sure. I was more thinking you guys just wait here. I'll go and get a couple of those little little goblin crappy guys' attention and then boost. And then when they Mm. chase me, you can stand up from behind the tree and... (laughs) (laughs) Once once they're in the hole. Lovejoy, you should shoot five of those... Oh, magical yeah. arrows at them again. Oh, yeah, busters. I should, yeah. shouldn't I? Wipe I them just, out. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. I don't know if you guys heard me back there. I really <laughs> tried to quite clearly articulate that I could not control that and could not do it at will. But you did, right? You just but did. you did it. No, I didn't. I, I did do it, but I didn't do it on purpose. It's like, have you ever coughed and accidentally a little bit of poo's come out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you I hear was... me cough before? <laughs> I, I do know that. What? I do know that experience, yes. Yeah. Mm, that's kind uh, of what happened subject, to me. Yeah. Well, mm, I know. Okay. I believe in you. It okay. can't happen. I'm telling you now. It won't happen. Okay. It will. Unequivocally. It will not. I just hope uh, in the near future I have forced you to do that another roll and you just happen to roll another nine. That would just be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would right. be good. 
So should we go with the trap? Yeah, I'm starting to dig a hole right here. All right, okay. I'll help you out with some mold earth can tripping. Okay, you got mold earth? Yeah. Okay, I'll probably be digging for like five minutes before you uh, come along. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like sweating away as you're just digging. Because I was going to say digging with what, but uh, I think mold earth is going to fingernail, <laughs> stick. Yeah, my new mate, um, like a hobgoblin skull. <laughs> you're, you're, you're using even worse tools than the goblins that we just. <laughs> yeah, they can hear like this grunting and um, sticks and <laughs> stones breaking. Okay, so how big like of a, a, a trap are we thinking of making here? Five foot, I suppose, isn't it? I'd probably go 10 foot across, 5 oh, foot deep. Oh, you earth. And how, so 10 foot across, and what was the rest? 20 so feet down. <laughs> 50 feet down. Yeah. Biko is visualizing 60 feet across, 80 feet down, 100 foot yeah. wide. Yeah. Magma at the bottom. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. I'll, I'll leave you guys to dig the thing. I'll, um, I'll go, and I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Let's go. Are we are we gonna try and like hide the trap? What what's the deal? Mm. We'll put some ferns over it, like Marty McFly in Back to the Future too, when he puts the foliage over the DeLorean. Give us yeah, we'll put a DeLorean at the bottom. <laughs> Give us a uh, survival roll, but with advantage, since I assume people are helping out. Yeah. Well, uh, fourteen is 20. my best roll. Oh, sorry. Who who was doing the survival roll? I think it was Gildan, wasn't it? <laughs> You're both <laughs> helping, right? Three. We well, can take I'm we can take Gildan's first roll, and we'll take Lovejoy's first roll. And we said with advantage, so you have perfectly uh, managed to lay ferns in a way on this path that somehow doesn't look just like a bunch of ferns on a path. Uh, it is that, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be out of place. I mean, you guys have all been on bushwalks through the beautiful native yeah, New Zealand, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it looks it looks fallen a lot of holes. It looks too. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, totally my secret skill. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, with the perfect roll, that is looking fantastic. So just be careful. As long as you guys can remember where it is, Biko. Uh, <laughs> and is it so? There's nothing in it. It's just uh, what? How big of a um, drop is it? Do you say ten um, feet deep? Is that what you said? No, I think I said five foot deep and ten foot wide. Okay, five. Okay, five foot deep. Okay, uh, which is um, about the height of a goblin. So. If anyone anything falls into that, there might be a bit of trouble getting out. Uh, that's that's what I'm going not. for. A bit of trouble getting out. There <laughs> <laughs> were spikes in the bottom, right? And we put like um, chainsaws at the bottom. Sticks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is that the fire? Is that the is that the idea? Are we looking at placing a bunch of spikes? Yeah, I'll put the like the knives or what are those uh, hobgoblins had. Because this is because now because this is going to take a while. The digging, obviously, that's that's a cantrip that you just cast like four times or something so that's great that's fine yeah but the fashioning of like get, obtaining the sticks and obtaining the ferns and no i mean like if they have some knives the uh hobgoblins if they had weapons what do they just have if they have arrows or something i'll just yeah they'll, they'll have some arrows yeah we can you can chuck those into the bottom of there as well okay yeah facing uh, up <laughs> okay <laughs> just lying yeah. just lying at the bottom of the yeah, horizontal <laughs> <laughs> just to stop in their fall <laughs> yeah yeah feathers on the back though yeah I'd say after yeah. about maybe 20 minutes 20 minutes of fashioning this trap it looks 
Perfect. Like, Barris is really impressed with, with this. Uh, you guys have done this before. Mm, glad some of us have. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> but I might do it again. Now, don't fall in there, Barris. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hide behind this tree. You fucking oaf. <laughs> <laughs> Lumbering oaf. <laughs> Uh, Varys uh, takes your guy's cue and also uh, disappears <laughs> off into the tree line uh, as well. Oh, I'm in the trees. <laughs> Be nice to Varys. Put a candle on top of my head. I'm <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. Uh, Sorry, I keep accidentally drawing on the map after making fun of Barros, but I'm the moron. <laughs> I'm hiding up in those those rocks like a Kellogg's Crunchy Nut Cornflake head. There we go. Come That's down. I've got to come down too. I'm coming down too. <laughs> um, so what's uh, so with everyone hidden away, uh, except for some reason, Barris that I can't move his token for some reason. Barris, everything okay, Barris? Let me just. Uh, it's faux Barris. He's hidden that well. I don't know what's happening. Okay, his, his token says he's somewhere, but he's, he's actually in the tree lane next to Gildan. Biko, what's what's the plan? So Biko's going to take the same route that he took last time. Um, he's going to go into the the foliage a little bit earlier and try and get to a similar position to, to look at those two goblins. Um, he's going to go at maybe half the pace that he did last time to really sneak in close. And he's going to try and line up a shot with his little short bow. And when he thinks he's got just the right shot, he's going to take a breath and shoot a shot right into the crinascula of the closest goblin. Uh, okay, what I'm going to do, I don't know if all of you will see this. Some of you, two of you might just see a black screen, which is ideal. So hopefully only Biko uh, sees this. Does everyone see it or just Biko? Black screen for black me. Screen. Yeah, black screen, perfect. I can see it. Um, black Biko, black rock. you're you're over uh, in this tree line next to that path, and like I said, you can see this dilapidated, uh, crumbled ruins just in front of you there. And through a little crack in that broken uh, building there, you can just see a, a just a hint of a goblin on the left. Um, I'll say that as you made your way across from the path, you also saw another one. In there as well. So, which one of those two were you wanting to line up? Doesn't uh, even one matter. On the, left. the one on the left. Okay, you line it up so you move just a little bit in the tree line. Can you give me a stealth roll as well, please? Sure can. This will be a good one. Yeah, it is. Ah, oh, seventeen plus two for a total of nineteen. Stealthy. This boy. time, this time you are completely silent as you make your way into that tree line, past some of those branches that you'd snapped recently. And you get the short bow off your back and sight up that goblin. Give us a, uh, a roll to hit. Uh, Beaker rolls a total of 21 for four piecing. And I think I can do the uh, sneak attack since you you're can. surprised. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seven can. anatomical damage. Uh, that oh, arrow just. Oh, we're about to see aiming. Why don't you just tell me what happens? Because that's enough to kill the goblin straight out. Yeah. So after Biko's lined up his shot and he's loosed the arrow, he's sort of visualizing as it's going to travel through the air, in through the crystal grand, and out through the other side, um, splitting his jascophagus right down the twain. Okay, and the twain it does. Uh, it drops to the de- ground, 
completely dead. And there's there's like a, a moment where the, the goblin on the right just doesn't notice a thing. He's still in there just shuffling things around, kicking dirt, and he just slowly turns around to see like the goblin dead on the ground, and he turns back to continue, and he just spins back towards this goblin. He starts screaming and starts running out um, of the building uh, to the north, uh, screaming in goblin. Um, what are you going to do? Um, Vico's going to see if he can peek through the little gap in the things. I'm just going to move a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can move freely. This is, this is oh, all yeah, cool. All right, so Vico's just going to move his, his body mm-hmm. a little bit from where he was to where he is now. Okay. Uh, and he's like, that was such a shot. Like, and he realizes no one's there to boast to. You, you uh, make your way into an area now closer to what maybe once was a doorway um, that is now just completely crumpled. Uh, and you can now see through this building, watching this other, this like it's very small. These goblins look very small and maybe like three quarters of the height of the other ones. They look maybe a bit older and a little more frail. And he's like running towards um, what you can, runs past this cage. And as it runs past this cage, this knoll just like r- reaches out for it as if to want to like grab it and eviscerate it. And it quickly dodges and scampers past it. And the knoll's just barking and yelping in its weird <coughs> man-dog tones. Um, and it's running, this goblin is running towards um, this large like, makeshift like throne. Uh, it doesn't look like it's a, a very well-made one, but sitting in this throne is this giant, fat, large goblin. Like, it is, he's, he's pretty large for its size, uh, for, for a goblin size. And he's wearing kind of, it's not a crown, but it's just like a, a battle helmet that's adorned with like bits of rock and, and, and metal to make it look shiny. And he's sitting I in this thing. Guy. And either, either side of him is just another one of these little twitchy, little wired goblins that are like, just have been obviously told to just station there next to him. And this goblin, He's yelling as he runs towards, um, and this this creature sort of turns around. He goes, what is that? What? What is happening? As he yells, we're under attack! We're under attack! We're under attack! Um, what does Biko do? Uh, Biko's just going to pause silent freely for a minute, watching the, the scene unfold um, and trying to soak in and make those... Weird mind things, uh, memories. <laughs> he's going to try and remember what's happening, and he's just going to observe for a, a moment. Okay, okay. Um, uh, so yeah, so he's screaming, "We're under attack! We're under attack!" Um, uh, Bargle, because uh, you've heard that name, you heard that creature call out for Bargle. Bargle like slams his fist down onto like the side of its throne, and it's like rattles, like it's not very well made, and it's like. They want the magic for themselves. We must find them. We must kill them. Um, and he, sh- he shouts out in Goblin to like, uh, he starts pointing. You don't see where he's pointing to, but you can hear like, these cries of these goblins and him shouting out. And uh, the goblin that was running away starts um, hitting around past into the sort of where you can't see. But now you can hear like, uh, the running of multiple goblins. Okay. Uh, at that point, Biko's just going to do a cheeky last little arrow. 
and he's going to try and hit the goblin station just to the south of the king of goblins there. Um, and as soon as that arrow has left his bow, he's going to boost it back to okay. his mates to the south. Yeah, give us a give us a roll to hit. Oh, uh, net one plus four for a total of five. A net one means you need to roll a d one hundred so we can see just how bad this roll is. Thirty three is pretty. That's pretty bad. Um, what do we could be worse? It could it could be could be thirty two worse? I guess. Mm. Uh, obviously, you don't hit this goblin um, that that you are uh, aiming at. What am I going to do here? It's a bit of a given, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you've rolled oh, seven. So bad. You've rolled seven good. piercing damage. Okay, so what happens? Um, Bargle has like cried out um, for for these goblins to attack, and just as you go to uh, loosen one of these arrows, a goblin. One of these smaller goblins comes running up behind you, um, and you just let go of this arrow, and it ricochets off the stonework in front of you and thunk, straight into your thigh. Um, and you're going to take five uh, piercing wow. damage from that. Uh, At least it didn't get him in the back of the knee. <laughs> You'll yeah. be okay. Uh, Biko can't help but scream out, Pissinous! And you guys back. Back about 150 feet, hear Biko shout out in pain. Mm, that didn't sound good, Gildan. Was that Biko? I think. I think so. I can't see you, Lovejoy. Yeah, it was Biko. Biko's hurt. He's down. Biko down. Should I go get him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to run. Lovejoy like, deliberately takes several seconds to <laughs> to say yes. Okay, I'll be right back. Biko, what does what does Biko do? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, he's going to continue with his well-founded plan of running away, albeit with a now injured leg, uh, and he's going to be a little bit glad that he's you know triggered the goblin horde, but it didn't quite go to his plan, so he's going to boost it back to his mates. Okay, you, I'd say. Dashed. Uh, okay, at a dash, you and um, Gildan meet halfway uh, between the the, uh, the trap and and the ruins. Um, Gildan, you can see running behind uh, Biko now six uh, six goblins. Okay, six. Uh, my um, heels will slide to a stop uh, as I see uh, Biko running towards me. Biko, you okay? Yeah, goblins, my. Piss us! Let's go! Let's go! Okay, piss us. Yeah, uh, let's run uh, and don't stand on the ferns. Oh, oh. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I'll avoid the ferns. Let's go! Let's go! Ferns are a hole. Okay. Okay. So oh, it's the hole we dug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys turn uh, and you you run back towards. Run. Yep. Dash. Dashing, and the goblins are all dashing as well to try and keep pace with you. So the um, chase. When you get to, no, we're not going to, we're not going to bother with the chase. Right? <laughs> oh, what? It's not the distance. It's only hundred feet. Um, by the time when you get to the pit, uh, the, that's covered up with ferns. What do you two do? Um, I, I've got this, this thing. <laughs> um, I am going to run uh, just to the edge of the 
I'm going to keep looking like I'm running um, up into the hills and then back down onto the path. Oh, here we are on the map. So I'll just run along over to the north of the hole. Right, okay. Okay. Biko? Um, Biko's going to run sort of just past the ferns um, and stop sort of behind the, the hole, and he's going to look like he's attending to his sore leg for a minute. Okay. Oh, he's going to give it a run. I'm going to keep running. You, you'll keep, can you're I, still running. Can I, ready, can I ready in action? Yeah, yeah, by all means. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if I see those goblins kind of start to fall into the hole, I'm going to, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just going to have Ray of Frost ready to go at like the first goblin that kind of starts to hit the hit It's the a deck. lot of goblins. There's six goblins. Um, and like I said, they, they do look much smaller and more frail. They don't really have much in the way of weaponry or anything like that. Um, Is one of them dead? The dead one that's back at the ruins definitely is dead. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'd say the your trick, your, your trap works just a charm. The first one that's sort of leading the chase um, just falls directly down uh, through the ferns, and the one that was right behind him doesn't have enough time to stop as he also drops down um, into into there. We're gonna take. You know what? We're not even going to... I think the damage that would take from dropping down onto a bunch of arrows is more than enough to just kill these two goblins um, as is. They just drop and go... And they're just like dead. That's all you hear. But the, all yes. of the, the goblins chasing behind, they see them drop in and they're either leaping over or running around um, this hole now. Um, ray of Frost. Yeah, yeah. So give us a, a, a Ray of Frost. I'm going to target that one that's like... The one that's right about to get to Biko first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Give yeah. us a D100 so we can see how badly this affects poor Biko. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's also pretty bad. It's um, better than 33. It is better than the 33. You track... Um, you're sort of leading ahead of the goblin, like you're trying to check like the the trajectory of this thing. You want it to be, you want to aim where he's going to be, not where he is. So you're staying ahead of him. And just as you let loose, you notice right in front of your hand is Biko, but it's too late. Foosh! Your ray of frost goes out, um, launches across, and slams into Biko doing two damage. Two frost damage. Oh! <laughs> Sorry! Um, oh, Biko, Biko is quickly surrounded um, by these minions, and we're going to uh, roll initiative. Sounded quizzical, but you are going to roll initiative. Yeah, it is. <laughs> initiative? Okay. Uh, oh. Click your token. Click my character. Click your token. Oh, whoa. Oh, a two. Okay, we did. <laughs> All right, Biko rolled a total of 13. Okay. Uh, Barris was a total of 17. Nice. He immediately shits himself. <laughs> <laughs> For a loud cough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a massive shit. Um, starting the order with the, uh, the goblins, uh, and these minions just quickly um, surround you. Uh, could you give me a dex saving throw? Yes. All of us. No, just, just Biko. Uh, Biko rolls a total of 15. 
Oh, that is, that's perfect. That's enough. You needed, so the DC for this role was 10 plus the number of goblins surrounding you. So, so you needed to beat 14, which you have done, but what you you see them all coming despite that ray of frost that just wakes you up a little bit like that oh that cold blast uh gets you going mm. and you Ugly see blast. all of these goblins start running up and each of them are just now have those little makeshift daggers in their hands and they all just like start like jabbing out and you're know, just avoiding all of the different jabs some of them are nicking some of your armor and you're deflecting some with your uh whatever weapon or whatever yeah your gauntlet on your hand um and uh, they man you manage to deflect each of those uh, attacks. Um, it's Barris. Thanks, Lovejoy. <laughs> uh, it is um, Barris's turn who sees uh, these goblins storm past him and he runs out um, with this uh, hope. There's hope in his heart, poor Barris. Um, and he grabs for his Warhammer once more, places both hands on the, on the Warhammer's handle and swings it. I said handle. I just, I'm just praying for a, a W for this guy. Oh, oh God. man. It is a roll of a six. With the fury that they're all stabbing out, he just like whiffs it. Just the hammer, the head of the hammer just like goes straight over the head of one of the goblins just past Biko's face and over the head of another goblin just missing um, completely. Dislocates his own shoulder. <laughs> Biko, your turn. Oh, you're um, muted. There you go. shit, man! Um, as Biko's fending off blows from all these goblins, he's oh. going to get his <laughs> um, Barris blade and just stab it into the eye socket of the, the closest cool. goblin. Whee! Uh, Biko rolls a total of 24. That's that's uh, what you need. Six piercing and ten anatomical damage. Yeah, with, with Barris right there, your sneak attack kicks in and you slash that that dagger um across one of the goblins and with the 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 force that you're slashing any we we go by uh cleaving rules here so any damage that is left over can be passed on to anything that's also next to you so you like do this spin you do the spinning move that that goblin to the north of you just gets its stomach torn open the the goblin into the front of you to the to the east of you also just you slice across that and you end with the dagger like jabbed into the guts of the one to your south and the two on the north and east just fall to the ground dead whoa wow this guy's a machine because just going to look at the knife and like (laughs) (laughs) mickey mouse that's the sound that Mickey Nuss makes when he kills two creatures. Um, any, anything else from Biko? Um, with the last little zip of energy left in his body, he's going to uh, jump back into the forest a bit. Um, and he's going to do it in a really gangly, kind of half looks like he's falling over way, using his new ability, which he unlocked at level three, called Fancy Footwork. Oh. Uh, which is just him looking like he's an idiot. So the he can escape... Um, melee combat without suffering attacks. Oh, fantastic. Your movement and gangliness confuses the goblin minions. Um, as you di- as you just leap to the back, you can just hear in the background like these iron bars just being like slammed by something. 
uh, and you picture, you can picture it in your mind, just the crazed, ravenous movements of these gnolls clearly trying to bust their way um, through the iron bars of which is caging them. Mm-hmm.